Matthew 28, starting at verse 16. And now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and he said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Amen. Uh, this morning is our last uh, in our sermon series on church uh, values. And so this morning we're looking at the value uh, witness, uh, that we live out our commission to bear witness through our words and our works to Jesus and his kingdom. Uh, I want to make this morning uh, reasonably interactive, so I have a question for you. Well, why do you think witness is important? So, why do you think witness is important? Sorry? People react to people. Uh, so, people want to hear something from someone and inspired by, often by what people share. Uh, Bev? Yeah, so it's something that Jesus told us to do and it's something uh, we told the disciples to do and we carry on that mission today. Well, why else uh, do we bear witness? Yeah, people are looking for proof. We're, we're a, a living letter from God to people. Uh, so uh, any other thoughts uh, why it's important up the back? Yeah, people these days uh, tend to trust uh, the testimony of other people, uh, sometimes more than what they read in a book and sometimes more than what they hear. So it's really important uh, for us to share and bear witness. At some levels, uh, in previous generations, it was you, you come to church and, and you hear uh, the, the witness. And, and the culture we've kind of grown up in is that people come to church to, to hear the, the good news, which is a shame because it's not the way that Jesus set things up to work, but it's a function of how the church has operated uh, for, for many years, particularly in Western culture. So a lot of people would 
uh, send their kids to Sunday school. That's a bit of the history of this church. Uh, lots of kids were sent to Sunday school here. Parents would drop their kids and pick them up when it was finished. And the kids would hear about Jesus. Uh, and people would turn up because there was nowhere else to turn up to on a, on a Sunday. And this was the place where the people of the community gathered. And so it was the place to be seen. And it's where you heard uh, the, the message shared. Uh, today... Most people make the decision not to be uh, in, in church, uh, given the choice. And so uh, as a function of the way society has changed, we as Christians need to get on board with, the, with that change. Uh, so who do we bear witness to? Everybody. So, who are the everybodies that we bear witness to? Work colleagues. Sorry? Work colleagues. colleagues non believers. Friends and family. Uh, 9am made some great distinction this morning. They, they talked about how uh, we, we bear witness to those who maybe are needing encouragement and we bear witness to each other. You see, part of our role is uh, to continually remind each other that there's hope and good news to be found in Jesus. Uh, that, so we, we gather together on a Sunday to be encouraged and built up. And so we bear witness uh, to all people, but it's each other. It's those who are disconnected or, or lacking hope. And it's those who have never heard the, the message, of the good news about Jesus. So we, we live out our commission to bear witness through our words and our works to Jesus and his kingdom. Th through our words. Uh, I, I could get up here and I could uh, try and do charades and give you a picture of who Jesus is through charades. The only thing that's going to help you is the fact that we're in church and that in church the answer is usually Jesus, light, cross or hope or something like that. And you, you may get it eventually. But the, the truth is that the message we believe requires words. Uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and the Word spoke creation into being. Word uh, is powerful. God's Word is powerful to bring life and hope and joy. And so words need to be spoken, uh, but works also need to be done. They can't just be empty words. Uh, I think for many years, uh, much has been spoken in the church without works to back that up. And that's what we call hypocrisy. And the world doesn't believe that. So, so we, we need words. Uh, we need to speak words. Uh, our, our heritage, unfortunately, isn't one of speaking words. Who, who's uh, got a parent or grandparent that they've ever heard share the good news about Jesus? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I've never heard it <laughs> uh, myself. And, but it's very rare these days for us to have someone in our family who's been an example to us of what it looks like to live out this value of witness. If you grew up in China, not a problem. The, the church has been born through missionary activity, as long as you're not in the, the state church. Uh, the majority church has been born by missionary activity. Uh, so people have been born witness to and then shared that message of the gospel themselves. Similarly in Africa, in Western countries, uh, it's politically incorrect to talk about <laughs> religion or 
politics. So uh, you can talk about it, but it, we've been told that you're not meant to talk about it. In, uh, it's, it's difficult because in workplaces you're told not to talk about it. Uh, you're, not, you're told not to proselytise if you're a teacher in a school. Uh, we, we haven't had great examples through the years because constrictions have been put around it, but also there hasn't been an example to show us. This is what it looks like to be a Christian that bears uh, witness to their faith in this world. And because of that, uh, I mean, as Christians, as we go in life, we tend to just imitate uh, those who have gone before us. Because we haven't got that example, it's really difficult for us. Uh, but in order to fulfill the commission that Jesus has given us, we actually need to figure out how to do it. I'm going to give you a few things that you can use in conversation, just general uh, witness, casual witness, I'm calling it. Uh, you might say, I, I was praying to someone and I thought of you. How are you going? Uh, you might say, I was at church on Sunday and we were talking about this. What do you think about that? Uh, questions are really powerful in witness because uh, I can say lots of things at someone and it can go in one ear and kind of straight out the other ear. But questions invites people to think about what is coming uh, to them. I, I was at church on Sunday and it was, we had some really great food and we had a great time together. Would you like to join me at church? That's a, that's a bigger question, but maybe the question for them is, well, as a church, we're hanging out and we're, we're doing this thing. Would you like to join us as, at, at that? And that's a beginning thing. Maybe you'd like to, to say to someone, God thinks you're amazing. Maybe you like to pray and ask God, 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 what do you love about these people, this person? And then share that with them. Uh, when people are talking like life is hopeless, I believe there's hope because connect your faith in. Uh, when someone identifies a problem, can I pray for that? Can I, could I do it now? In the last probably 10 years for me at least, I've been making the habit of praying for people in person rather than saying I'll pray for you because I've noticed that when you pray for people in person it's it's far more powerful than when you pray for people when they go off and they do their thing and in that time I've not had a single person say to me no and so I'll say to someone oh that's that's really tough can I pray for you and just with my eyes open because Closing your eyes can feel awkward in a public space. Just say, Lord, heal. Lord, bless. Lord, comfort. Lord, encourage. So and so. And most people through the experience of being prayed for go, oh, that was really good. Thank you. No one ever says, please do never pray for me again. <laughs> so... We have something that, that people are looking for and prayer is inviting God into a situation. Maybe I found scripture has some really good advice on this. You should hear what God has to say from the Bible. Maybe you want to be more intentional about your, your witness. Ask some of the question, well, what do you believe about God? How do you know? A lot of people have ideas or fairy tale beliefs about God that they believe uh, who God is based on what they want God to be like. So when you say, what do you believe about God? Someone might have something to share or they might say they don't believe in God. And, and so you can ask them the question, well, how do you know? 
How have you come to that conclusion? Uh, and then a really great question is, what would it take to change your opinion? Someone comes to you and says, you know what, uh, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. What would it take you to change your opinion? It's a really good question because then they're forced to think about, would I actually be willing to change my opinion? What am I actually needing? What's holding me back from believing that there is a God or that, there is a, that Jesus is, is God? What would change your opinion? Have you thought about the purpose of life? How do you know? Why? Uh, do you think that there's anything more? Uh, what happens uh, when you die? How do you know? Lots of people have thoughts about what might happen when they die, but how do you know? How do you have confidence? Uh, would you be okay for me to share with you what I believe? Uh, a lot of the times I've heard people witness, it's kind of the person, the street preacher on the corner who gets up on their box and, and speaks things to people that don't really want to hear it, or the, the person that might say, can I share with you this gospel presentation? And they come and they just project a story. Uh, I think for us as Christians, we, we need to be good listeners and pay attention uh, before we share, and then would it be okay with you to share what I believe? Uh, last year, I, I shared with you a model of presenting the gospel. I'm happy to share with you that again, because uh, I think it's something we need to upskill on, because we're not used to sharing, and that's one of the reasons sharing is difficult, because we're, we're not used to it. Uh, have you read the Bible? Could we do it together? A lot of people are interested in reading things a lot of people are interested to read what the Bible has to say. Uh, when people read the Bible, they, they, God's Word speaks to them. And, and so a key tool they're, they're uni, using in universities as they reach out to people today is, would you like to sit down and have coffee with me and let's read through this book called Mark's Gospel and see what we have to say about it? Yeah? So, so you can try that with people. And I know people who are atheists that will sit down and read the Bible and talk about it. Could we do this together? So there are a few things uh, that you could try. Why don't you think we witness? I've given you some reasons so far. Uh, what do you think gets in the way for you? Confidence? Yeah, we're... we're we, we don't do it regularly, so we're not confident in doing it when an opportunity arises. No, it's not. And it's, so it's not a skill that's been passed on to us, so we've not developed it ourselves. And because uh, we don't, it's really, it's, it's almost like riding a bike once every 10 years. When you hop on, you're going to be a little bit wobbly and it's going to be really awkward and you might fall off. The first time is definitely always the hardest. And we, we figure out sometimes in those first times that maybe we needed more practice. And, and that, that's okay, but it's, we, we, none of us want to lose face, I don't think. Uh, this morning at 9am we talked about how uh, we almost expect that we are able to give a perfect apologetic answer that can completely convince someone to take a step from over here uh, into the kingdom of God that they want to put their trust in Jesus. Uh, 
I don't think that's generally going to be the outcome of most uh, conversations that you have with people. Uh, the, the best we can all hope for is that we plant a small seed and that seed is part of a bigger picture of people discovering who God is and that there's hope for them. Uh, in, in the past, uh, one of the questions people were asking, uh, is it true? And so you needed that clear apologetic answer with the five reasons why it's true. And then they would then be able to say, oh, okay, I, I believe. But these days people are asking, is it real? Is it livable? And so the thing that they're looking for is the testimony that we can share from our life. And so one of the things uh, that I would like you to be thinking about, last week I shared about it a little bit, is what is the one seed that you can sow? What is the one thing that you can sow? What is it that has been sown into you that you could sow into some, someone else? I know this about God. I have the, that's the testimony of, of my life and my heart. So I can share that. What's God given you? that you could share with other people. And as we all share what we have in our hand to sow, then we can together give this whole picture of the king and his kingdom. So, so what, is it that, what is the one seed that I could multiply? What is the one seed that I could multiply in the life of others based on who uh, God has wired me to be in the testimony that I have? That, that's a good question for us. Uh, to be thinking about, where, where could I sow? What's God given me to sow into the life of others? Uh, then as we think about that, uh, well, why is that hard? I, I, I think that first step is, is, is always incredibly difficult. Think about a pool. Uh, that you've tested and it's a little bit cold and you're standing on the edge and you're wondering, do, do I get in? And you, you look at the person that wades in slowly and you go, well, why are you punishing yourself? Uh, jumping in is, is often the way. You've got to jump over the, 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 the line. And, and it's the same with sharing in faith. Like you can kind of go, oh, I'll just do nice Christian things. And most people that just do nice Christian things to help people, never get to the point of actually sharing uh, words of hope because it's like you've kind of got to go all in. Why, why don't we witness? Because it's, it's difficult. When, when you look at the disciples that were commissioned by Jesus to go out, most of them gave their lives up to spread the message of the gospel. Now, none of us, when we share of Jesus in his kingdom here, are likely to lose our lives. But we're likely to get opposition or, or suffering, people that want to throw our faith back in our face. Uh, sometimes it's done because uh, we share badly in, in a way that is offensive to other people and we could uh, do things in, in ways which are kinder. Sometimes it's because the, the message that we share is confronting to people. Uh, so we shouldn't be scared of the potential of difficulty in stepping out to share faith. And in this, we remember the words of Jesus, I am with you always to the end of the age. We remember that uh, in these moments, Jesus 
is with us. And it's in these moments of sharing faith, of seeing a seed sown and beginning to take soil, that the joy is produced. See, joy is produced in abundance in mission, in partnership with God. But it's, it's difficult. It's not easy because we don't have the example. It's not something we've always done. It's not something we've necessarily been taught. And I, I would put my hand up with you and say, you know what, this is the hardest bit of being a Christian. But it's the core bit that we're called to as Christians. It's part of our mission to make make mature and mobilize fully formed disciples of Jesus, to make disciples. It's part of the great commission to, to go and make disciples of all nations. It's the core part of what we're called to do as Christians. And it's difficult. And I find it difficult. I'm sure you find it difficult. And a little bit later this year, we're, we're going to have some people that find it less difficult than us to, to come and share with us and encourage us. But at some point, at some point in our Christian life, we're going to have to take the difficult step and feel awkward as we share the hope that we have. The, the least awkward way to do it is to share why you find hope to share your own testimony, to share why your faith makes a difference to you. So here's a question. Who would I like to pray for? Where would I like to see a seed sown? Who would I like to pray for? That that opportunity would come, that I would have courage when it comes. And so as you're thinking of that person, I'm going to pray now and let's pray for that opportunity in those people. So uh, I'm going to say some words and I'd love for you to just quietly uh, repeat them where you are. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you that you've called me. Lord, I pray for and insert the name of the person. Uh, please give me opportunity to share the hope that I have in you. Please give me courage. Please give me words. Please use me. In Jesus' name, amen.